businesses thrive than just being you know, a Google-only business. But we have to sort of accept that Amazon.com is the 800-pound gorilla in the market. Welcome to the 2X e-commerce podcast show, where we interview founders of fast-growing seven- and eight-figure e-commerce businesses and e-commerce experts. They'll tell their stories, share how they 2X their businesses, and inspire you to take action in your own online retail business today. And now, here he is, the man in the mix, Kunle Campbell. This episode is brought to you by Remarkety. Remarkety is an email marketing platform specifically built for e-commerce businesses. With Remarkety, emails are automatically triggered by shopper behavior and purchase history. With a few simple clicks, Remarkety allows you to recover abandoned carts, win back inactive customers, make product recommendations, deliver newsletters, and a whole lot more. In other words, emails you will send through Remarkety will be highly targeted with glaring improvements on your open rates, click rates, and most importantly, conversions. You're also able to track revenue generated from every single email sent by Remarkety. Try Remarkety absolutely free for 30 days, no credit cards, and no contracts. To sweeten the deal, 2x e-commerce listeners can get Remarkety for 30% off an entire year using the coupon code PODCAST30. That is coupon code PODCAST30. Visit Remarkety.com to learn more. Remarkety is email marketing for e-commerce simplified. Do you listen to the 2x e-commerce podcast show or is this the first episode you're actually listening to? If you do enjoy the show or you have feedback of any kind, the best way to provide that feedback, good or bad, is by leaving us a review on iTunes. It helps a ton with our rankings, exposure, and downloads. It most importantly gives me feedback on the value I endeavor to drive with each episode I publish here. So go ahead and leave this show a review in under a minute, guys, please, and girls, on iTunes. Now back to the show. Hello, guys. Welcome to today's episode of the 2X e-commerce podcast show. You have moi, Kune Campbell, only here today. It's a solo show and it's kind of like a reflective show. I've been doing this podcast for about one year now and it, it's, it's been interesting. It's, it's been a learning curve for me from a podcasting, technical podcasting standpoint, from an audience development standpoint, connecting to you guys and also exposure, most especially to to online retail, having spoken to a, a number of experts and also um, retailers. And w- I I come from an SEO background, right? I, I started digital marketing from SEO and I slowly moved to paid search and then I moved into social media when the trend started to hit. Um, and prior to that, I actually did a lot of UX, user user interface design. I, um, one of my previous roles as a web marketing manager for 
for a company was um, to to build out the the user experience. I worked with the user experience um, agencies at the time. Um, so and I'm visual. I'm quite visual. I like to think at least that I'm I'm quite visual in um, in thinking in in lots of um, ways. I have a um, a left and right brain. I have I have a strong right brain. Uh, I have to say, and I've come through lots of observations, and I've always thought that like the holy grail of um, selling online was via your website. And my thoughts on that are still quite strong that you must, you know, build out your website. But I came across this stat, a piece of stats or statistics around the sheer power strength of, of Amazon. And I've been speaking to lots of Amazon business owners of recent and it's it's got me thinking. Um about how Jeff Bezos' um, master plan is is playing out. They've been about twenty years, you know, around twenty years, right? And um, for a good part of the twenty years, they've been loss making, right? They 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 didn't record a, a profit, but they've started to record a profit. Um, besides that, they also. Um, have remember Amazon Web Services, a few services around. They have an ecosystem of other services, but I I just started to think about Amazon, you know, really really hard. And um, I'm this episode really is more or less to to talk about about them. Okay, so let's get into the survey, the 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 piece of um, statistics I I came across. Um, it was commissioned by by Bloomrich, and they found that forty four percent of online shoppers in the U.S. began their e commerce product searches on Amazon dot com. That's almost half, and it's it's due to something. Um, and um, we'll, we'll get into exactly why. And. They found that only 34% of online shoppers use search engines such as Google, who control about 80% market share anyway, um, as a start for product searches. And the remaining 22% of online shoppers go directly to the retailer's website. I, I suppose it would be, um, you know, big websites such as a walmart.com, tesco.com, you know, really big websites where you don't really need to think like argos.com in the UK or .co.uk um, or, you know, massive retailers. Now, um, Google's e-commerce position, in my opinion, at the moment does not look that strong. It is still strong, but it's weaker than what it used to be, right? In terms of its impact on the growth of your store, um, and that's because it relies on um, a lot of product-related searches from a commercial standpoint, from AdWords, um, for a big chunk of of, of advertising. So it would, you know, it, it relies on that. People still do search for it. It's still substantial. Businesses thrive in just being, you know, Google-only business, but. We have to sort of accept that Amazon.com is the 800-pound gorilla in the market at the moment. It is huge, really, really huge. And although savvy shoppers know that Amazon does not always offer the best price, they tend to still 
you know, gravitate towards Amazon. Amazon is pretty much the primary destination for product searches for consumers. I do it. You know, loads of you listening listening to this um, episode do it, and their position just keeps on strengthening and improving. Improving. There was another Forrester researcher back in 2012 that found that 30% of searches actually began from Amazon. But just think about this change. There might be um, differences in, in their approach to the surveys, but just think about that change, 30% to 44% from 2012 to 2015 in just three years. That's astronomical, and we need to start to question as to why. Why Why is this happening? Why are more people starting off with Amazon? Why is Amazon becoming more and more popular when people are searching for e-commerce-related products? Well, first of all, they're, they're expanding, rapidly expanding their offering. Uh, so um, the number of products in 2012, because to, to, compared to 2013, is ever-expanding. But I think beyond that, the primary reason, besides being the, you know, every, every thing store, is Amazon Prime. You know, Amazon Prime membership costs about £79 a year in the UK and $99 in the US. And in the US alone, they're 44 million. So the US population is 400 million or thereabouts. So they're about 11 12% of the US population, and this is excluding children, right, that are Amazon Prime members, so for their households. If we look at the number of households in the US, there are about 117,000 households in the US. And I'm sorry for my stats on um, the number of um, the population of the US, it should be about 300 million or 318 million now i'm bringing out my calculator here and um 44 million divided by 117 means that 40 37.6 percent right of u.s households households um have amazon prime and it is growing right 37 percent. now if we were to calculate 44 percent against 304, 15% would be kind of like the mark for, for at the moment, if you're looking at it from a population standpoint. But if you're looking at it from a household standpoint, 37% of US households own Amazon Prime. And what, and um, I, I came across another article that said, Amazon managed to add 3 million US members to its program in one quarter, the first quarter of 2015, in just three months, three million people joined Amazon Prime. So it's, and when you look at the stats again, between 2012 and 2015, Amazon Prime has more than doubled, right? Okay, right. I don't really have UK stats here, but it's reflective, right? The US market's about five times bigger than the UK, but you know, you, you, the same applies to the UK. And I'm list, I'm hearing this a lot. And if you look at the podcasting landscape, a lot of Amazon, you know, selling podcasts are starting to pop left, right, center. It's huge. There's, there's a gold mine 
about to erupt from the startup phase, which which I'm noticing right now. Um, so what do consumers get from an Amazon Prime membership? Well, you get some um, free two day shipping, almost guaranteed. In some locations, you could be eligible for um, same day delivery, right? Um, I know in the UK, London, some London postcodes have it. Um, I think you pay a bit extra. Um, streaming video libraries, you know, they have the Amazon Prime Video, um, Prime Music, Prime Photos, um, unlimited photo storage, and an Amazon Cloud Drive. Um, Prime Music, I think it's like hundreds of thousands or millions of um, tracks. There's Prime Pantry where members can purchase and ship to addresses in the continuous US low price grocery households and pet care items. So I think it's kind of like an omni-channel um, solution where you ship to particular addresses. There's Amazon Elements, um, which they say access Amazon Elements products, Amazon's online of everyday essentials. There's um, Prime Early Access, all the rest really are just crap. Um, there's Kindle Owners, Lending Library. They're just loads and loads and loads. The rest of them are just, you know, marketing garbage, really, in my opinion. But you get the picture. They're, they are creating an ecosystem of this membership service that allows you access to do loads of other things. So it's like a club, a national shopping club. People are joining. My wife has one, Amazon Prime. I have one. So in a single household, we have two Amazon Prime accounts. And the core impetus for doing this is really down to driving customer loyalty. That's what it is at the end of the day. Um, when, um, uh, as a use case, when a shopper is searching other retailers to compare prices, they would hardly be considered the other retailers just because of the psychological impact of being a prime subscriber. So as a result, you know, Google is suffering. Other retailers are receiving lower search traffic as a result. Um, a lot of people are just going straight to Amazon because they know they're going to get it the next day. Um, it was so crazy. I was listening to, to a podcast the other time and um, a seller, an Amazon seller is um, selling cables for um, £2.50, non-prime, right? And because there's like a threshold for sellers, um, there's like a minimum price threshold to qualify your products for um, prime. I think it's about £4.99. He had to increase the price of this cable. I think it's like an iPhone cable or whatever. I'm not quite sure. To £4.99. He increased it to £4.99. And he got more sales because when he increased it to £4.99, it was now an Amazon Prime. So he sent it to Amazon as an Amazon for, for fulfilled, as a fulfilled by Amazon product. And then he had the Prime logo on it. And he sold more on Amazon as compared to not being part of Amazon Prime. So Amazon, Amazon Prime is an asset. Now, Amazon does not share keyword traffic data, but I reckon, I reckon, you know, um, it, it's, it will be top three search engine in the world. It will be a top three search engine in the world. You know, 
people look at it this way. Um, when people are researching, Google is a go-to place for knowledge. Um, when you want to just figure out how to do stuff visually, um, then you go to YouTube. When you want to buy stuff, where do you go? You go to Amazon. A lot of the stuff anyway, unless if um, you're driven by value and um, sort of brand empathy, would you hover off to you know other sites? Which which is significant because according to to the stats there, 22%, that 22% in the grand scheme of things is huge. But imagine if one store is double that 22%, you know, one store. That is the power of this 800-pound gorilla, you know, in, in, in e-commerce at the moment. Now, Eric Smith last year in um, a conference in Berlin so Erich Mitch is the executive chairman of um, Google, or now the Alphabet, however they want to call themselves. Um, he said that Amazon was Google's biggest competition. And it just makes so much sense, right? Um, Google is, in my opinion, all about acquisition, right? So if you're looking to acquire customers... Um, Google is a channel because you bring them into your website and you, even if you don't make that sale, you aim to acquire the email address and then you start to nurture them to get a sale. If, if you get the sale, you have to work on your retention in your retention engine to get them to buy again and again and again, right? Um, in my opinion, Amazon is all about retention, but for itself, right? And the reason I say that is, you know, if you have an Amazon account, you have an Amazon account, um, chances are, well, not chances, the reality is you're not going to be given the email address of your customers. Unless if you hack it, right, you hack it, and there are a few ways to, to hack in it, Um which I'll go through in another episode, but um, it's all about re- it's it's all about retention for Amazon. Amazon is looking at the and you know at the long for the long haul. Now, from uh from a retailer standpoint, so I as a retailer putting my retailer hat on. Amazon is a place to make cash. It's a channel you make money if you play it well. You make money. It's volatile in the sense that they can change the rules anytime, any day, right? But if you're looking for growth for your brand that you're developing or your suite of products, Amazon is the place to hit the bottom line um, at this moment. Now, if you're a merchandiser of, you know, several brands, Amazon is tough because you're needing to compete with other merchandisers on Amazon to claim the buy box because Amazon on like eBay will only list one item based on its barcode and you know every seller sort of hangs on to that one listing and there are various algorithms to win the buy box. So from that perspective um, for merchandisers, Amazon is much more competitive. I would um, compel you to check. 
um, episode 26, um, Mastering Amazon Product Advertising, in which I spoke with Rick Bacchus of CPC Strategy. And we touched base on a lot of um, tactics you can employ on um, Amazon um, for um, if you're a um, merchandiser and you are trying to, to win that buy box. Um, I also had another episode with Shimo um, of Fidvisor, and that was a few episodes back on episode 12, I believe. Check both out. And the key learning from that is um, if you're building your brand, you own your brand, um, you own full control of, of a brand um, that you're retailing or a range of brands um, in a particular market, then Amazon is is a great place to um, to to acquire cost well to to make sales. You you don't acquire customers through Amazon unless you hack it, as I said. Um, so that's what you, you need to bear in mind. Um, you would never get email addresses from Amazon. They don't share it. They keep keep them. Um, but as a retailer, um, you cannot rely on Amazon for retention. It just it's, it just doesn't exist. But you can learn from from um, from Amazon with regards to retention. Um, Google is not just sitting, you know, on its hands and saying, you know what, um, you know, Amazon owns e-commerce. Google is actually planning its own marketplace. It's late. It's still. Um, they should have released it, but um, it's going to be related to its product listing adverts. Um, it's it's a space to watch, basically. What they want to do is um, they want to start out with mobile devices where it's frictionless, where people, you know, um, just at a click of a button do not have to go to the merchant's website. They just buy via Google. However that plays out, I'm not sure, but um, I think it would be for, like, um, trusted brands um you not necessarily the e-tailers but for products trusted products you don't think twice you just know that um yeah it's it is what it is um like a, a pen from big or um i don't know um yeah i i i forget now um yeah, just standard commodities, really. If if I buy um, a moleskin notepad, it's a you know it's a moleskin notepad. I don't need to think twice about it. I know exactly what I want to buy. So let's see how it plays out. Anyway, remember Amazon has like a landing a product landing page, and Google is saying people can purchase direct from its search results. Yeah, I, if you ask me, I don't know how that's going to play, but you know, let's leave it to the user experience um, team to 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 to, to hack that out um, at Google. Um, so it is interesting. Um, a couple of years ago, twenty thirteen, I think Google um, experimented with like um, with brick and mortar stores, and you know, I think it had something in America at least. Google Express shopping. It was a service that failed to catch on, you know, because. Um, that there were a plethora of issues there. Um, Amazon will. One thing you need to to bear in mind is Amazon. I'm back to Amazon. Amazon will continue to to draw Prime subscribers. I I, I don't know where it's going to pick, but it's still on the up, right? And as an online retailer, you really, really, really need to think about um, you know, um, selling through through Amazon. 
right? So I would be bringing um, a lot more Amazon-related guests to the show to balance things out. Because if 34% of people actually search from Google, you know, and 44 you know, search from Amazon, then we, we also need to be discussing um, the impact of Amazon and other marketplaces, I have I have to say, um, so, so yeah, that 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 is um, today's show, and yeah, it's it's thanks for making it to the end, and um, hope if well if you um, have not considered Amazon, um, think really hard about Amazon. It's it is the channel uh, at the moment to 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 to, to explore and um, you know hack out. There there are lots of moving paths with Amazon. Um, there are things called like the best seller rank. That's a core metric, and the higher it gets, the more sales you get in in categories across Amazon. Um, besides that, um, you have to consider fulfilled by Amazon. But um, the larger, I think there's a threshold with regards to size on fulfilled by Amazon. Um, there, there are lots of moving parts with Amazon, and it, it is worth considering and getting, you know, um, getting some more information on, on Amazon. So, um, thank you to Xs for sticking to the very end of today's episode, and hope you you found um, my little talk on the eight hundred pound gorilla um, Amazon um, interesting at the very least. Um, and yeah, give me a shout out. Um, on Twitter, I like Twitter a lot, and I would still, I'm still considering the Facebook group. I need you guys to reach out to me and say yes, I will like a Facebook group. And if if you do, then um, if a good number of you do say you do, you'd, you'd like um, to connect via Facebook through a Facebook group. I, I will set set one up. Um, this particular show is not going to have any transcripts, so don't bother heading off to to xecommerce.com. Just listen to it. It's um, a solo show. Um, but, you know, sign up to um, my email alert list on 2xecommerce.com if you haven't for updates and tips to help you grow your store to just be in the know in e-commerce. I... Making 2x e-commerce not just about marketing, it's about growth. You can get growth by sourcing your products, you know, um, much more cleverly or, you know, um, fulfilling, you know, much more cleverly. So it's a whole, whole shebang, really. Um, So, yeah, until the next show, do have a good one, guys. And thank you for listening, as usual. Kone here, signing out. Thanks for listening to this episode of 2X e-commerce. To help you get more actionable insights and e-commerce growth hacks that will help you 2X your online retail business, hop over to 2xecommerce.com. It's a blog dedicated to e-commerce and multi-channel marketing run by the show's host, Kunle Campbell. 2xecommerce.com is packed full of articles and guides to help increase traffic to your store, increase repeat purchases, and average order value. Thanks for listening. Visit 2xecommerce.com. Wow.